everybody to another Realtor Life podcast. I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO, Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. We have another phenomenal guest for today. I'm so excited to have her on. Uh, but before I bring her to the stage, I want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live to the Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm Business Facebook page and our Success in Real Estate YouTube channel. So for those uh, that are checking us out live, I invite you to place your comments and questions into the live chat and take part in the show. All right. Also, if you are considering buying a home, we are a full service real estate company. Let us guide you through the process step by step. We'll also schedule showings for you to see any home in the Houston Metroplex. All you got to do is just give us a call at the number that we're going to show here and you're going to and you'll be able to learn more. Or maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. We offer a number of no cost, no commitment things to you. One of them is a free neighborhood buying and, sec uh, buying and selling activity report. Uh, we can actually email that over to you and it'll give you an idea of what kind of action is taking place in your neighborhood. Or we can schedule an in-person property condition uh, evaluation where we'll come in, we'll send one of our professionals. Um, they'll come in, take a look at it and give you some insights on what you can do to make the, the property more, uh, more marketable. So again, the, the phone number is on the screen. Give us a call. Take advantage of these no cost, no commitment offers um, today. All right. So with that out of the way, let me introduce, uh, she is a Brooks and Davis real estate professional. So glad to have her on board. Uh, she hails from New Orleans, Louisiana, but she's, she's here with us in Houston. She's blessed us with being here in Houston with us today. Uh, she is a realtor and a sound healer. I bring to the stage today, Miss T. Kennedy. What's going on, T? Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, man. Thank you for saying yes. She said yes to the interview. And now we have her. We are so excited. Uh, I know that, you know, when they begin to hear your story, T, and they learn about you, they're going to want to follow you on social media. So where are the places, where are the best places for them to engage with you on social media? Yeah. So number one, um, definitely Instagram. My Instagram is Tayana, T-E-A-N-A -A underscore P-Y-T. And um, secondly, you can reach me on Facebook at T Kennedy. All right, awesome, awesome. So that's where they can go to check to see what's going on with with Miss T Kennedy. Phenomenal. So the the idea behind the Real to Life podcast is that I felt like as real estate professionals, uh, people try to put us in a box, right? Not understanding that we we have many dimensions. Like you know, we have many passions that are outside of real estate or in spite of real estate. Um, so I wanted to create a platform that would allow individuals like yourself to tell your story. Let us know more about what some of your other passions were. And it's not just being a realtor. So that's what this is all about. 
So T, I always start out with asking about hobbies and activities. So, you know, I introduced you being a sound healer. Uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit more about some of your, your hobbies and activities outside of real estate? Yeah, so definitely sound healing and um, a little bit of yoga as well. Um, so just to give you like a little background of what sound healing is. So I play, um, I actually play the crystal sound bowls and um, what they are, um, you know, that vibration, everything carries the energy vibration. Um, and sound healing is actually one of the most diverse ways to um, provide therapy to somebody, um, you know, with the array or uh, ranges of um, different things that they are struggling with. So actually, I have one of the bowls with me here. So this oh. is what it looks like. Look at you. Show and tell today. Let's go, T. Let's do some yeah, show so, and tell. So that's one of my favorite bowls. That's the third eye bowl. So I have um, a set of seven. They're tuned to 432 hertz, uh, which mm -hmm. is, you know, one of the... Um, the I guess master frequencies for health and healing and things like that mm -hmm. um, and each of those bowls are tuned um, or they correlate with a um, specific chakra or energy system in the body and that's how I help you know kind of circulate that energy through the body and you know provide that therapy. Awesome so tell us T what it, what is it that uh, attracted you or, or got you into sound healing? Um, yeah, so I was going through a major uh, and still, you know, still am. I'm going through a major kind of um, transition as far as like my lifestyle goals. Um, you know, when you're growing up, you just you go with whatever your parents give you and they, you know, absolutely give you the best that they have to offer. Um, but, you know, when I came into adulthood, um, there were things that I wanted to add that were um, specific to what I wanted to do as far as, you know, just being healthy and how I wanted to manage my own health and things like that. And so um, I kind of found sound healing um, in the process of that transition. So that's kind of what brought me here. Sweet, sweet. So you found it and then it just stuck, right? It did, yeah. It just kind of gravitated to it because, um, you know, I had never thought about playing an instrument before I picked up the sound bowl, so... Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, so T, this is something that you, you're just doing or is it something that you offer to other people like they can come and, and participate in your sessions? Is that how it works? Yeah. So I host um, group meditation events with my sound bowls um, and I do also do one-on-one uh, -on -one therapy. Um, so um, it just depends on what you're, what you're needing. If you do need something that's more tailored to uh a specific issue that you're having, then the one-on-one -on -one therapy is perfect for you because I tailor it to exactly what you have going on. And like I said, you know, the issues and ailments that body, all of those things um, are uh, organized in a uh, energy cent center in the body called the chakra. Um, and, you know, I will tailor your therapy based off the ailments that you are having or, you know, things that you need to correct within yourself. So. Sweet. So if anybody's interested in connecting with you uh, as it relates to the sound healing, is the best place for them to go Instagram or do you have a website or something? Um, right. Um, my Instagram and Facebook. So um, especially for like the group therapies and things like that, I post the uh, flyers on my social media. Um, if you don't see any at the time, because typically they they go up and then I archive them. So if you don't see anything about it, then maybe, any, you know, um, I try to keep 
you know, something going on, but um, the flyers are on my Instagram for sure. And uh, as well as Facebook. Sweet. All right. So now you also mentioned yoga, right? So did that kind of come into play at the same time with the sound healing, but or, or was that did one come before the other? Like, how did you get involved in yoga? Yeah. So with the yoga, I had to be very honest and transparent. I had picked up yoga a few times and just like kind of, you know, slowly walked, uh, walked away from it several times. It's kind of like, um, you know, how people set say at the beginning of the year they're going to get into like fitness and stuff well mine was always yoga because i'm not i'm by no means a cardio girl if i you know can get enough walking in with you know my day-to-day routines and i'm completely fine with that but as far as like organized um exercise it was always the yoga so at the beginning of the year i was always picking it up and then it just kind of trail off just like everybody else right. uh, the fitness goes in the beginning of the year um, but this time when I picked it up, because I had my sound bowls, like for me and myself, like for my personal therapy, I always intertwine those two. So, you know, before I start my yoga to put myself in, um, you know, kind of the the mood, the vibration of where I want to be with um, with the yoga, excuse me, with the yoga, I typically play my sound bowls to just get myself prepared for, you know, that session and basically just get my body like prepared for that. Absolutely. Get you in the right mind state, huh? For sure. For sure. (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So, I mean, you spoke a little bit about, um, you know, what what got you to get into those hobbies, you know, in the process of evolving, right, this level of evolution. Mm -hmm. So uh, when it comes to being a realtor, what was it that that made you become a realtor? Okay. Um, So really, um, really my... uh, the legacy of my great grandparents um, and the legacy that my great grandfather left behind. So um, they were business owners and um, also owned a lot of land and actually still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, my great grandmother, she just um, this past weekend on Friday, she celebrated her 101st birthday. Um, you wow. know, my great grandfather he passed away some time ago in 2005. But um, just that legacy that they that they left behind of you know um providing and being producers um you know and not just being consumers and things like that um but he he left a lot of land um and their parents and grandparents left a lot of land to them so it's something that's um that's always been big in our family history in the past and about when i was in um i would say around like high school i started noticing like you know this isn't uh we aren't we aren't big on that anymore. I don't know if the, you know, we just don't see the value anymore of land ownership or what, but, you know, I just noticed that a lot of people were renting and things like that. So I wanted to be a part of, you know, continuing that, that, that specific piece of that legacy in my, um, in my family, just, you know, being the person that can provide that knowledge and expertise, and then also being able to go through the transactions with them, um, if they're in this area that I'm, you know, that I'm doing real estate in. So um, that's what it was for me. It was just going back to what I, where I came from. <laughs> yeah, that's phenomenal. You know, putting yourself in a position where you can offer a talent or a skill back to your family. Like it's a, uh, that's a great gift to be able to provide to your family. Uh, sometimes just knowledge. Uh, you know, the reality, the reality is, is that land is, I, I was actually having lunch with a client of mine. And we, we were talking about it and he's bought a lot of land over the years. He's been in real estate close almost 50 years. Uh, and, you know, what he said, and it made so much sense when he said it was that, 
land you can't ne you're never going to find nothing wrong with land because you can do so much with it like you can right. you can you know you can produce from it you can grow from it you can build stuff on it you can hold animals on it like it's so much that you can do with land and i agree with you that you know people don't really understand i think we just take it for granted like we see it it's all mm -hmm. around us um but most of us don't own it and the reality is God ain't making no more land. So right. it's here. It. here. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's here. So it's here. Some of it. So yeah. So that was that was really the, the thought process behind that and what landed me. That's cool. Cool. So and uh I'm assuming this is all in New Orleans, your your family, the heritage, the land, the businesses, all of this is in New Orleans. Um, yeah. So well. Uh, my great grandparents, they were originally from Mississippi. So a lot of the land that we own is there as well. So mm. kind of in Louisiana and Mississippi, they own quite a bit of land in both states. Sweet. So wherever they went, they went and bought their land. They did. <laughs> he was very, he was very, very adamant of that. And, you know, even with all of his kids, uh, I think they had seven or eight kids. Wow. And every every last child got land when, you know, when they when they came of age. So that yeah. was super, super important to him. And so for me, just hearing his story and hearing, you know, what they came from, somebody that didn't even have a um, didn't even finish high school mm -hmm. and to go on and be a business owner and then own as much as he did. Um, that's that was amazing to me. Like and I have that in my family, too. That's something I would never want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose that story. I don't want to lose that that um, that legacy that he, you know, that he he wrote himself. You know, he lived that. Absolutely, that's definitely an awesome story. We sure appreciate you sharing. It looks like the audience is appreciating that story mm -hmm. as well, too. T, good yeah. job. <laughs> okay, so now if you were, you know, if you were not a realtor, what would you be like? What would you do? I always like to ask that question as well. Just kind of see, like, I would probably be an attorney. Or a cowboy, I don't know. But what would you do? <laughs> the cowboy, man, that sounds that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> so to be very honest, it will probably I was thinking about this a little earlier this year. Um, a yogi, I would be a yogi. Um, I'm just really gravitated to that um that particular uh lifestyle profession. Um just because it's so centered around the the body, it's so centered around knowledge. You know, two things that I'm very passionate about. So actually, when I was younger, my mom was dead set on me being a doctor. And if you know anything about me, like that's so far fetched. I would never, you know, be um, in a medical field as far as like Western medicine goes. Um, but you know, I entertained the you know I entertained the idea for a while. I um, kind of kicked that idea and things around it a while. And um, I became uh, interested in the coroner's profession. So, you know, those are the people that when people die, they cut open the body and right. they figure out what, what exactly went wrong. And um, I was just really intrigued with the, the bodies, you know, the bodily systems and how they were so intricate and worked together. And um, that was just something that I was like, that I've always gravitated to. So, in regards to the yogi and that that lifestyle, you know, yoga is really good with helping to keep the body moving, and we know that that's the key to health. But you know, um, moving your body like that constantly, and you know, just the study of yoga itself and its effects on the body, the body, uh, the bodily systems, um, was just appealing. It's appealing to me. So if I if I could if I could figure out how to make that work. That would be nice, but more than likely, I would probably stick to you know uh, real estate and sound healing. 
<laughs> but that's that's your hidden passion on the inside that uh yeah you know that's that's the place i go when i when i'm uh when i'm thinking about what i could what i could have done if i had started on that path a little earlier but yeah yeah i, I like that <laughs> I'm like, well, look, that, you know, that curiosity, you know, creates a lot of energy. So that curiosity that you have as it relates to uh, the body and understanding it and being a yogi, you know, that's my that's my first time ever hearing that term. T. have never heard people call. Uh, uh, I didn't know. I just call them yoga teachers. So I guess oh, a yogi. Well, because yoga teachers like, you know, typically, you know, they I think the yogis are a little bit different. Like they, they go in depth, like, okay. They study, you know, they study different types of yoga and things like that. Because uh, one of the things I'm finding out getting into this lifestyle of like holistic healing and health and um, those things of that nature is every single uh, background, every single culture have their history in um, ancient healing, you know, what they did in ancient times and, you know, like modern civilization, like we, pop pills and you know, we go to the doctor and have somebody else make it all better. But the lifestyle that, you know, people that we came from um, prior to the, you know, the civilization that we're living in now, um, they work very hard to, you know, cure and heal their bodies naturally. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That modern civilization came and messed it all up to you. Oh, I tell you. Um, it made things, you know what, we like things quick. So I, I think that, I think that we are trying to get that, you know, um, just the time element of it, mm -hmm. um, I guess, dealt with a little bit better. But I think that for me, I like the best of both worlds because I like everything like quick too. But also like there are certain things that you got to be careful with and actually like slow down with. I think for me, my belief is that your health, your body is one of those things. So absolutely and i think it probably comes from your connection to nature because nature is never in a rush nature takes its time right? it does and look it gets it right every single time so you know um obviously time you know and rushing it is not one of the factors that make you know make things happen so absolutely absolutely i'm with you all right so you know the first part of the real to life podcast is an opportunity definitely a platform for you to showcase and you've showcased a lot um, taught me some new things. I got a new word, a new term now that I can use, yeah. yogi. Um, uh, but we also like to, you know, because I am a coach and we like to take some opportunities to deal with some coaching and things like that. Uh, one of the questions that I asked you about was, you know, what what's one of your biggest life challenges? Uh, so what, what would you say is one of your big biggest life challenges? And maybe we can kind of talk through it and see, see what progress we make. Um... So for me, um, for me, it was finding me, <laughs> it was finding myself, it was finding, um, you know, where and how to fit, you know, myself into this world. Mm -hmm. um, and it took a long time. I moved around a lot as a teenager. And um, those are the years that are so, so, so like important to, um, to slow down and realize that this is this is a time that you are coming into yourself. You know, before when you were younger, your parents pretty much made a lot of your decisions, but your teenage years, like that's a time for you to really look inside of yourself and decide, you know, who am I going to be? Where am I going to be? How am I going to fit? Um, and unfortunately, because I moved around so much um, and then just probably just lack of awareness, um, that's what I attribute, uh, attribute a lot of my issues to is just lack of a, 
being aware. You can't fix things or worry about things that you don't have any idea you should be worrying about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for me, it was finding me. Um, I do think that I am coming to, you know, the end of the journey of finding and figuring, you know, finding and figuring out where and who I want to be and where I want to be at. Um, these past two years have been like probably the most like mentally like tumultuous, I guess, mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. word. Um, but that's where that's where my struggles came from, was just finding out where and how I wanted to be and how I wanted to fit in. But um, nowadays, it seems like it's coming more natural. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So do you feel like you're still having a, do you still like your field you're still dealing with trying to get clarity on who you are? Um, not necessarily who I am, but like, because now I know, I know the who, um, and I know a good portion of the how, but like, there are definitely finite details that I'm still working on. Um, especially in regards to like my, you know, my sound healing business and, um, and I would say my real estate business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a work in progress. Um, it's something that I do, um, check in daily with. Um, sometimes several times a day, sometimes the whole whole day, you know, yeah. the whole day is gone just because I'm contemplating ideas. Um, I have a curious mind. So when I don't know something, I will fall down rabbit holes trying to figure out the answer to it. Um, and I don't see it as a bad thing because, you know, um, again, society teaches us to be like the hustle and bustle and things. Um, that's great. And, you know, when I'm working with somebody, that's time is of essence to me. I care about it. Um, I'm always going to take care of the people that I take on um, and I'm servicing. Um, But when it comes to me, I try and pump the brakes and make sure I can show up as 110 percent when I'm with somebody. So I just time. (laughs) Now, how long does one of your one on one sessions take? How long do they usually last? Yeah. So the one on one sessions are 60 minutes. Um, it's an hour, um, and um, a good portion of that is me playing um, the sound bowls, but some of it is, um, especially like the initial uh, session, I'm doing a lot of um, talking and finding out where your issues are and um, and trying to figure out um, what's going to be the best course of action as far as like your therapy goes. Okay. So. So it's kind of like an interview piece, getting some feedback from them so you can exactly know. Um, so does depending on the person's pain or whatever they're bringing into the session with you, does that dictate which bowls that you use? It does. Um, it does. So um, recently um, I had somebody that was um, they're going through um, a grieving process and I've actually have two. Um, so I did a. Um, a group session with a family um, who lost their dad, you know, that was, you know, that's their anchor, um, mm-hmm. the, the provider in the family, that's a deep loss. Um, any loss, anytime you lose somebody that's close to you is a deep loss, but right. you know, somebody's providing for you, you know, um, that's a whole nother thing. But um, I worked with the family and yes, um, for sure, for those people, I focus a lot on the heart and I focus a lot on the root chakra. The reason why is because obviously the heart is where um, that's your center 
your energy center for emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to feel that loss in their heart. But I also use the root, um, the root bowl for them because, you know, since that was their provider, their sense of safety and home and, you know, everything that's, that provides everything around that idea. Um, the root bowl was super important for that, um, that particular person. Yeah. Sweet. So how do you, how do you go about uh, getting your clients? Um, they usually just, they usually just come to me, like I'll hear somebody say something, um, and, um, you know, I'll just let them know what I do. And honestly, it's a therapy that is, uh, really easy to receive. You just have to sit there and be open to it and be mindful of it. Um, you know, be mindful of the things that you're trying to heal and, you know, basically hold that in your head and your heart while I'm doing the session. Um, are a lot of times too, like, you know, people will hear about me through other people that have um, been through one of my sessions. Mm -hmm. um, also, I told you I do group meditation. So that's mm -hmm. a really good place to like pull people in because um, the group sessions are, um, they're uh, affordable because right. it's, it's a large group that I'm, I'm doing. Right. And um, they basically get a taste of what, what's gonna happen in the one-on-one -on -one session. So, um, you know, usually if they sit in one of the group sessions, they're like, man, this is amazing. I felt great. When can I book a one-on-one -on -one session? So that's, that's typically how that happens. They want to go deeper. For sure. Yeah, that's sweet. So is, uh, is this something that you want to grow? Like, is this an area as far as your career, like growing the sound bowl and trying to get it as big as you want? Or like, what's your, what's your thoughts around it? Um, I hadn't, I hadn't too much thought about that because right now I'm really focusing on, I'm really focusing on um, like the one-on-one -on -one sessions and the people that I already, you know, I'm already helping. Mm -hmm. um, obviously if, you know, I can support, you know, taking on more people than I will. Um, but for me, a lot of it is just education. So, you know, some of the people that I meet, you know, um, before I got into playing my bowls, um, I actually started with just listening to Hertz music. That's a good mm. question because <laughs> good way to mention Hertz music. So there actually, uh, before I started getting sound healing through like actually playing my bowls, um, I was listening to Hertz music. So Hertz music is, um, so each, uh, each frequency helps you with a different thing. Um, some of my favorites, I wrote them down. Some of my favorites is um, the 963 Hertz. So that one is um, it's really good for meditation. So it helps you to connect with your higher self um, to God energy. So if you're needing like direction, all of your, um, like the three, um, your throat, um, third eye and crown chakras connect you to, you know, the your higher self basically okay all of those are about you know basically your connection with god your creator that mm -hmm. um and um that one is really really good nine nine sixty three hertz yeah. really really good for helping you meditate and just get in the mood to reach that higher plane yeah. so yeah. so how the, how is hertz music created like is there like a uh yeah, how's it how's it created? Educate us on that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know a ton about how that how that works, but each basically each frequency. So, like, I guess it depends on. Um, it depends on. 
Well, you know what? I don't think that's really what my question exactly. is. I so, think that's exactly how it works. But I do know that each frequency has something specific that it helps help you yeah. with. But and I think I asked you the wrong question. What I really want to know is, so is, like, is there like an artist? Is there like, like, like no? Um, so, so the way I and and I have a whole like, uh, I have a whole. Um, I'll post the link somewhere on like my social media or something for my uh, my uh, my playlist. But okay. um, it's not a, it's not a particular artist. So you can go on YouTube and just type in Hertz music. And um, next to the frequency number, it'll tell you exactly what that frequency is for. And okay. so that's how I started. I don't even know how I stumbled on <laughs> music. I just, um, I came out of a meditation one day and I just stumbled upon it like within that week. Wow. And, um, I guess, you know, when you're asking for help, you know, yeah. just find you. And that's, that's, that's pretty much what happened. So, okay. yeah, just go to YouTube. That's what I recommend people do and type in Hertz Music, H E T Z, Hertz Music. And it'll tell you which one. So, you can just go through them and flip through which ones. And I'll also post a link on my social media, the list I have compiled. Yeah, I'd love to see that playlist. I'm so interested in it. I listen to it all day and every day. I listen to it in the car, I listen to it at at home like it's really something just easy to have on in the background and because it's something that is just it's just around you it's very mm -hmm. healing and things like that it doesn't even have to be loud it's still working and wow. those vibrations and working through your system so that's sweet all right well phenomenal t so look is there any last words that you have for the people before we wrap things up um just stay healthy, stay blessed. If you're staying healthy, you'll be blessed for sure. Your body, you take care of your body and, you know, everything else will just really fall into place. So, I agree. I agree. Well, good stuff, man. Well, I definitely want to say thank you, T, for allowing us a window into your world, right, to learn more about you, learn more about some new terms. You really educated us on the sound healing. You educated us on the Hurts music. I'm going to be looking into that because, you know, meditation is something that I'm really big into and now that I'm getting certified in hypnotherapy, I'll be needing, you know, frequencies and things to really help guide people as well. So I really appreciate that today. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. I did. I did. Thank you so much for just allowing me to um, to use this, use this platform, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So look, before we shut things down, there's some final things that I want to talk about. Uh, definitely want to talk about what, what we have upcoming. So we have some upcoming events. Uh, see, at about 2.30, about an hour and a half, we're going to be doing our mastermind through tough times. And we're going to be talking about hurricane season, baby, because that's what it's about. Um, also, tomorrow, we're doing a training, the future of affordable home ownership. So it's going to be a lunch and learn, uh, learn about some additional tools that can help individuals that have challenges. Uh, due to credit, finances, or whatever, or just home prices in general. Uh, so uh, we're going to be doing a lunch and learn. So if you want to eat, uh, you come into the office and uh, you get some grub. Or if you're not able to make it into uh, our, our central location, then you can uh, – it is going to be a simulcast. You can log on Zoom. Uh, we have the um, RSVP link. So either way, make sure you RSVP so we'll know. We'll be ready for you. Give our guy a head count. But that's going to be tomorrow starting at 12 o'clock. Uh, also, we're going to be doing our new member orientation. So if you're a Brooks and Davis real estate firm agent and you haven't done 
orientation, you got to come do orientation because that's how you get connected. That's how we make sure that you have access to all the tools and resources that we offer. Uh, you really get plugged into our ideology and our goals and kind of where we're moving. Uh, and if you're not a Brooks and Davis agent, but you've met with me and you're considering it and you're thinking about it, man, if we get that paperwork in from you today, guess what? We can go ahead and get you in tomorrow's orientation. We only do them the first and third Wednesday. So I would hate for you to have to wait uh, until September. Um, but yeah, so we got orientation going on tomorrow as well at two o'clock. Um, we are also have our agent affiliate, our affiliate mentee study hall, right? Uh, for you all that are not licensed yet, you're in the process. Matter of fact, this morning we were one of our affiliate members came in and we were working with him as far as getting his uh, certificates and everything uploaded into the Trek website so he can begin to take his exam. That's the kind of support that we offer at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. It's not just about you being licensed. Um, so our study hall is another one of those things. We do them twice a month. Uh, it's an opportunity for people that are not licensed to get exposed to agents, more of the practical side of what you're going to be doing. Talk to other realtors, see what you're getting into. Uh, it's also an opportunity for you to, you know, we go through different uh, exam questions. We go through, you know, like last week we were, we were working on real estate math. Um, so we do those things. It's a true tutorial, a true study hall to really put people in the best situation uh, to pass that exam. Um, uh, and then finally, we're doing our concealed handgun license class on this Saturday. So, you know, for safety reasons, if you want to get educated, you want to learn more about the, uh, the having a concealed handgun, then we have those, have that class coming this Saturday as well. To learn about all of the events that we have upcoming, I encourage you to visit our Facebook business page uh, because it has our bulletin board. It shows everything. And if you're interested in any of them, make sure you go to the link that we're showing so you can reserve your spot. All right. Finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or you're with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, I encourage you to visit the link that we're about to pull up now and schedule a personal company introduction with me to learn how we train, educate and support our agent members. Support is a big thing for us. We are serious about our agent support program, which includes everything from one on one coaching, mentorship. And for you who are not licensed yet, I mentioned it before, our affiliate membership. Matter of fact, I believe T was one of our originals. She came through our affiliate membership program as well. So we we actually have that out here and we encourage you to schedule this meeting. I invite you to schedule it and it could be in person or online company introduction with me so you can learn more about it. Go ahead and go to the link and schedule that today. Uh, with that being said, this has been the Real to Life podcast. I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Have a great one. We'll see you next week. It's a